Hi, I'm Candace Michelle, and this is Our Community. Since July 4th of last year, the city of Brookings has been dealing with the fallout caused by our city manager Janelle Howard's arrest at Fred Meyer for theft. In spite of Howard's denials, the Fred Meyer loss prevention team has video of her loading the stolen items into her car. Nevertheless, the city council voted to reinstate her after seven months of paid administrative leave. They voted four to one. One has to wonder why. Joining me today to hopefully shed some light on the answer to that question is former city councilor John McKinney. Hi, John, and welcome to the show. Hello, Candace. How are you? It's nice to see you. Nice to see you. So what do you think about our studio, right? Um, very impressive. Not bad, right? Absolutely. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And this is the first time I've actually done, a, no, the second time that I've actually done an interview back in the in the station since COVID. Oh, I mean, wow. we've been doing everything from our home. Remotely, so yeah. Yes. But we're, we're awesome. starting to feel like, yeah, let's get back in the studio. Absolutely. And we had it renovated. I mean, it's just, it's so... Very, very nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm very pleased. So, John, you have quite a few years of service to the city of Brookings. You were in the police force, right? Yes, I came here in uh, 1990, uh, was hired as a, as a reserve, and started the canine program. Uh, for Brookings Police Department, and I did 28 years with the police department. And then when I left the police department is when I ran for city council for another four years. That's so great. I got 32 years total. And there is a plaque on the wall. I saw it. There's a plaque on the wall about you. I don't know, Citizen of the Year or Oh, something? it was Volunteer of the Year. Ah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So canine program. Okay, I just love dogs. That's yeah. Yeah, That's we've, delightful. Uh, it's been a, a super successful program, uh, and it's carried on over the years and been very successful, and uh, we're really proud of it. Yeah, I, I, I was... I always want to play with the dogs. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, nah, maybe that's not such a good yeah, idea. Yeah, they're kind of serious. <laughs> <laughs> serious business here. <laughs> so, John, you're probably um, one of the very few people who actually knows what happened last July 4th in Fred Meyer, and then what happened afterwards. So can you tell us about it? Like, when did you find out that our city manager had been arrested for theft? I believe I received a phone call the day after. So it would have been July 5th mm -hmm. uh, from uh, Mayor... Uh, Hedenskog, mm -hmm. uh, to let me know that uh, he was recommending uh, that we place Janelle Howard on administrative leave subsequent to her being uh, arrested for theft three at Fred Myers on July 4th. Now, I'm going to assume that he must have spoken to the city attorney because that's not some, that's not an action you'd take yes. without. Right? I believe he yeah. was, uh, he was, uh, guided by right. the by the city attorney. Right. So then did you meet as a council to decide what to do next? Yes, we went into uh, an executive staff um uh, which is confidential and uh we all uh, agreed that she should be put on uh temporary administrative leave and that um I believe 
the mayor had already reached out to uh, Gary Milliman uh, to come in as an interim uh, city manager during this process. And Gary, from what I can remember, he showed up like almost immediately. He was fantastic. He, uh, he did show up immediately and began work. And uh, during the time that uh, we were blessed to have him there, the city ran just perfectly. Well, knowing Gary and knowing how long he had been our city manager, I think he I think he started in 2007 and didn't leave until 2018. So that's a yeah. lot of years, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and and the city ran beautifully while he was city manager. Yes, and and I was I was part of that and I saw it firsthand mm -hmm. and uh yeah, Gary did a great job. Yeah, he did. And and you know, people didn't always agree with the politics and all of that stuff, but Gary was so professional that none of that ever entered into any of his dealings. Well, I, I, Gary gave uh, always gave me the impression that his priority was for the citizens and 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 for our city of Brookings. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And uh which is as it should be if yes. you're the city manager, right? That's yeah. absolutely. You're the CEO of the of the city. Right. And uh he took that uh took it very seriously and was always focused on his priorities, which was our city. Yeah, absolutely. And I I remember that uh I think it was July well, I'm not I'm whatever the Monday was after July 4th, 4th yes. whatever that Monday mm -hmm. was. Um, that was the first inkling that any of the rest of us had that there was a problem. Correct. Um, and I, I remember thinking, wow, you, you know, you've got Gary on the phone and you're talking about his municipal court stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, really? I mean, you needed Gary on the phone for that, yeah. you know, because you're going to give him a raise of $30 yeah, a month was, or something, yeah, right? Something ridiculous. Like ridiculous. About but then the very last piece of business was to have the council hire him right. as a as pro tem. So, and and I have to admit, my jaw like fell open. Like, wow, what's going on? And and he actually not only did he just step up to the plate immediately, but uh, we were paying him substantially less. Yeah, yeah, and he. Yeah, he, he was perfectly he, okay with that. He was perfectly okay with yes. that. Yeah, I know. He's he's something else. Yep. So the Brookings police handed the case over to the sheriff, didn't they? No. But, okay, so explain how that all went. Uh, under normal circumstances, mm -hmm. um, if this would have happened uh, on any other day, <laughs> um Brookings PD would have um, backed out because of conflict of interest right. and had either OSP or uh, Curry County Sheriff's handle the theft. Now, the conflict of interest, just, just so that our listeners understand, is that she, as the city manager, is actually their boss. Correct. Absolutely. 
Which is horrific. I mean, I'm sorry, but it just is. But unfortunately, (laughs) on that day, um, there was a traffic accident uh, in town, but then there was a fatality at the exact same time uh, down in the port. I remember that. And so all units, all three units except Mm -hmm. for one, Mm -hmm. Brookings Police, uh, stayed in the city. And that's when she was arrested. So um, Brookings... uh, PD completed the investigation, wrote mm-hmm. the report, uh, arrested her, and cited her into uh, court. When when I look through the police report, because you know I I got a copy of it, uh-huh. um, it, it's it's very detailed. I mean, it's it's like there really isn't any. There's really no wiggle room in there. I mean, there there was video surveillance of. Howard for that had stretched back for months, evidently, because the loss prevention team had seen her doing questionable things before. Mm-hmm. And they had video of her in the U scan and not scanning two items. And then they actually had video of her loading those items into her car. It it's I, <laughs> it seems like open and shut, right? I mean, it. Well, I think a a, a <laughs> how can I put this? A reasonable, prudent person uh, that would observe those tapes and read that report would all come to the same conclusion yeah. that she committed the theft. Right. I mean, I I don't know how you could possibly come to any other. Conclusion. There is, in in my mind, there is no other conclusion. Right, exactly. So, uh, Brookings Police processed the charge. Um, according to the report, the loss prevention team from Fred Meyer was at the scene as well. And I think it was at that point when they were done. And, and I think that the problem was that while Janelle allowed the the police officer to look in the back of her mm-hmm. vehicle, yes. she wouldn't let him look under the blanket that was in the uh, passenger, rear passenger seat. Correct. And he, according to his report, could see something that looked very much like a roll of toilet paper you know, underneath that blanket. Very consistent with the same um, shape and size. Right, right. And and her, you know, her reason for not allowing him to look under that blanket sounded a little weak. I was on a trip and, and I don't want you looking under the blanket because I have things under there I don't want you to see. Like, okay, it's a little weird. Wasn't the actions, in my opinion, of an innocent person? No, <laughs> no, not not exactly. Um, so the the council then started meeting, mm-hmm. um, and I know it was an executive session because I was in a lot of those. Um, I can't, I have never been able to talk about what what I heard and saw, but. I heard and saw a lot, <laughs> just saying. Um, 
So you were in the meetings with attorney Lori Cooper and city manager pro tem Gary Milliman, and I'm assuming you were trying to figure out a way to go forward with this. Um, I think most of us assumed that it was going to be the council's intention to separate from Ms. Howard. What what was, is that what you thought as well? Or did you see something else going on that? Well, there was two factors that I took into consideration. Mm-hmm. And, and there's two parts to this. One is a criminal part, mm-hmm. which is her dealing with her attorneys and having to answer in circuit court on, on, char- on criminal charges. Mm-hmm. But as a city council, we had to deal with the administrative part. And the administrative part was to determine if any behavior by uh, Ms. Howard had violated her contract with the city. And so we came up with the conclusion um, and we voted on it unanimously um, to pay for a private investigator uh, to, uh, to do an administrative um, investigation for the council. We all voted on that. And that, and that was to determine whether or not there were Violations issues. of her uh, contract, of Got her it. work contract. Got it. And, um, and so, um, and I wanted uh, Ms. Howard uh, to be able to uh, have her due process because uh, I would want the same thing if I was in that position. Of course. And uh, everyone is innocent um, until found guilty. Right. But. With this administrative investigation, we spent $8,000 of taxpayer money. That would be my taxes. And, and my taxes. Your taxes. And, yeah. 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 Anybody that lives in the city. Right. And so we paid a lot of money for this investigation. Mm-hmm. And we compelled her um, to um, participate in in being interviewed by our investigator. Okay. Okay. So when you say you compelled her, that was basically you said you got to do this as part of Absolutely. your as uh, part of your job because you're still uh, you're still an employee, right? Got it. And um, um, did she meet with the investigator? She did. And <laughs> she did. How did that go? Well. She signed a waiver, first of all. Okay. Um, and 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 I cannot. Uh, um, I think it's the Magritte. Magritte. I might have that wrong, but it's a standard legal form mm-hmm. that uh, employees have to sign, which explains to them that anything, anything said, or proved, or done in an administrative investigation cannot and will not ever be used in the criminal proceedings. Okay. They're two separate, separate entities. And so she signed the form. She met with our um, investigator who was a 43-year police veteran. 
Okay. Uh, I met him personally. Um, this he was Ferreras, right? Mr. Yeah. Ferreras. Mm-hmm. Um, his credentials are impeccable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's, he's, a, he's a cop's cop. Mm-hmm. And um, so he uh, set the meeting and she uh, came in. Mm-hmm. He started to ask her questions. She stopped him. Um, she said that she wanted her attorney or wanted to talk to her attorney. Mm-hmm. Even though clearly the 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 point was made that anything that she said could not be Absolutely. used. Absolutely. And yeah. every right. attorney knows this. Right, right. So it's not, it, this form has been used uh, for decades. Right. Um. And so she spoke on on the phone with her attorney for an hour oh. while Mr. Ferreras patiently waited. What on earth can you talk about? I for- have no idea. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so then after an hour, um, she requested that her attorney be allowed um, to be on speaker um, during the administrative interview. Mr. Ferreras absolutely agreed to that. So this is her legal, her criminal attorney. I don't know if it was her criminal attorney or her employment attorney. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But it was an attorney. Right. So Mr. Ferreras agreed, absolutely. Put the phone on the table and we'll do it with your attorney. Right. We'll do this administrative interview. Right. So you can tell me your story. Right. Because that's part of your due process. Right. Tell me your story. Right. Um, and at that point, they refused to participate. Wow. So, in, so that's complete insubordination. Yeah. And in my, right. in my personal right. opinion, is a firing offense immediately. Right. Administratively. Yes. Administratively. Yeah, exactly. She that's- just violated her own work policy. Right, right. She's insubordinate. Interesting, interesting. You know, I, I put in a, a, a request for public records, and uh, the city pretty much told me no for almost everything, right? I mean, just- Oh, I'm sure. Almost everything. They don't want this out. No, exactly. But the one thing that I did get, which I thought was was really interesting, because I had asked for emails between uh, the mayor and Janelle, and what I got on the 9th of July, so that would have been the day after she was put on administrative leave, was this this email to Gary that said, uh, I've been asked by several how aggressive we should be in dealing with the depth of administrative leave restrictions. And I have replied that there are no hostilities involved and no need to deal with Janelle in any way except in full respect, gratitude, and open, trusted relationship. She will remain as a servant to the city and eager to aid in any pursuit to operate an efficient government. When I spoke to her yesterday, in spite of the duress this circumstances has placed on her career and her life, 
She was heartbroken for not being able to complete her work and for failing the people who count on her. Such sincere selflessness I have never observed in my life. Ron Hedenskog, Brookings City Manager. I, city, I have to, city mayor. I'm sorry, city mayor. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I have to admit to being shocked. That's the day after she was I, put on administrative. Was I CC'd on that? Um, was the council CC'd on that email? Yes. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm shaking my head here, right? I mean, really? The day after you put her on administrative leave, you're, you're telling us that such sincere selflessness? She just was arrested for stealing from one of our businesses. That is correct. John. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. I really don't. I don't I get don't it. either. Um, I've never witnessed um, any other employee be treated uh, like this before, ever. I mean, it, it seems to be... Pretty. I've seen a few employees fired from the city in my 32 years. Mm -hmm. I never seen anybody treated like this. Like we don't want to let her go, no matter what. It's like <clears throat> wow. So I I know that the city attorney was in on the executive sessions. Yes. Was she aware? Do you think that that Ron was talking to Janelle on a? Fairly regular basis. And um, we were told not to. That by was, the attorney. That was the attorney's yeah. uh, legal position was mm -hmm. that we needed to stay neutral and not have contact. And so the one or two times early on that Miss Howard texted me, um, one time I didn't answer. And the other time, I referred her to the city uh, attorney, period. I had no communication. I've, I have not spoken a word to Janelle since this occurred. It, to your knowledge, did any of the other counselors have contact with her? I mean, other than Ron, we know that the mayor did. I don't know. Yeah. If it was, it was done um, covertly. Mm -hmm. It's it's just kind of shocking, shocking to me. So you guys hired Ferreras. He went through all of his stuff. Um, the report took a while, but so did the court case, right? I mean, it, well, I think everybody court was case expecting was... it to be quicker. Well, you can never determine what a court case is going to do, mm -hmm. uh, what the uh, legal strategy of her attorney uh, was going to do. So we have no control over mm -hmm. the criminal part of it. Mm -hmm. um, the administrative report took a little bit longer than uh, we wanted it to because Mr. Ferreras had gone on vacation. He had a prepaid uh, vacation, and so that kind of set us back a couple of weeks. Right, um, right. But we did get a, a shortened version from the uh, city attorney to kind of give us 
the meat and potatoes right. uh, of the administrative uh, report, but we did not get the completed Ferreras report till weeks later. Was the interim report um... super accurate? It, it gave us more than we needed to uh, start separation um, proceedings with Ms. Howard. Now, I've seen the extended loss prevention team report. Yes. And I'm assuming that that was part of the Ferreras report or or at least that that you had It was included in okay. it. Yes. Okay. So it that report lists 15 separate incidents. I received that report after I did a request uh from the to the DA's office mm-hmm. who um gladly gave me um that report and so um and there's other reports that i'm in the process of getting but you had seen that report right i yes. mean at before you you may not have had a copy of it but you had seen i didn't it. have the extended report okay but mr ferreras included uh those okay so the entire council knew by the time that interim report came yes. that there were at least 15 other instances of her on camera. Absolutely. And the only reason we don't have more is because of the, uh, of the uh, security cameras and hard drives at Fred Myers only keeps uh, for 90 days unless um, a particular case is is uh, red flagged, and so they drop off after ninety days. Mm-hmm. So there possibly are many more than that. Well, I would think so. I mean, if there were fifteen instances in three months, and yeah. and when you go through the the narrative, it's like it, it it's almost every other day. You know, sometimes there's two days yes. between her visits, and yes. You know, every now and again, there's a week, but, you know, 15 times in three months is basically five times a month. That's how it averages out. Yes. So so you have to kind of think, well, you know, if there were five times a month in three months, there were probably five times a month previously to that as well. Which, yeah, I mean, that's... Serial theft, and I'm not talking General Mills serial, yes. right? I mean, it's it, yeah. And interestingly enough, um, yeah, I did a little bit of digging into her background because she comes from Coos Bay, and she was fired from her job at Coos Bay as the finance director. The day, or maybe it was a week after she was stopped for theft at Walmart. Now, Walmart didn't press charges, and uh, there evidently were allegations of her changing price tags at Albertsons. And again, you know, they didn't press charges. But, but that was the reason that their city manager um, fired her even though she later said it was because she was a whistleblower and, mm-hmm. you know, ended up taking that to court. And 
the jury believed her and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But knowing that that is also part of her history kind of gives you a sense that this is a problem. And the problem's not going away. I mean, it it didn't go no, away then. It's they rehired her. The problem <laughs> is still just, here. I just don't understand. I mean, you know, I, I kind of feel like I, I have to laugh because otherwise I'm going to cry. I mean, it's it's just, I am astounded that, I'm astounded that that judgment call was made. Well, I, honestly, Candace, um, the citizens of Brookings deserve better. That's the bottom line here. Um, I'm I'm uh, very disappointed uh, with her actions. I'm very disappointed uh, that she's never publicly apologized. Mm -hmm. I'm very disappointed that she doesn't admit to anything. And um, the, the citizens of, of Brookings uh, should be irate. Yes. They should be packing that council chambers every other Monday to tell everyone that they're irate yeah. with this level of, of uh, mistrust. Um, there's no transparency. They've buried everything that they can bury. That's why you're having such difficulty getting any kind of public records. Yep. Uh, you're, you're, you're not going to be able to get that Ferraris report nope. that was paid for by us. I know. They're citing attorney-client privilege. And I'm, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, um, the citizens need to be down there every other Monday expressing their, their concerns. So on October 17th at a special city council meeting, the council, and this was the council meeting. So if I recall that day correctly, um, there was an executive session, but you can't vote in an mm -hmm. executive session. So you went into special session and then there was something not okay. And you had to go back into executive session again and then back. I mean, it was, it was a very, I remember it was, we were in the EOC and it was just kind of we're That's when we door. initially voted right. three to two to start um, separation. Um, we were going to instruct uh, the city attorney mm -hmm. to start separation conversations with Janelle and with uh, her attorney for separation. And as I recall, it was you and- Brad Alcorn and mm -hmm. Michelle Murawski. Mm-hmm. Now I I also recall Michelle kind of suffering over that. That well, I you know we all suffered over it, uh, but you know there's the right thing to do and the wrong thing to do, right? And um, um, and you had the report at that point. You had yes, the interim report, yes, yes. so you we knew, had the information. Yes, you knew absolutely what. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So then, so that was October 17th. Now, a week later <laughs> um, at the city council meeting, um, Michelle basically flipped. 
Yes. So what 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 happened? I have no idea. I've never spoken to Michelle about it. Why she she changed her vote. So she brought up at the very beginning of that council meeting. As soon that, as she walked in. Right. She said that she wanted to reverse and um uh Mayor Hedenskog jumped up with uh, a piece piece of paper for all the councilmen that showed a, um, I don't even know what you call it. I think it. it's an ordinance. It's an ordinance that, that gives a councilman vote, right? uh, the flexibility of changing a, a vote. Right. But it had to be done with by the next by meeting. By the very next yes. meeting. There's right. specific guidelines. Right. Right. And so... Uh, so interesting that he had that all printed out for y'all, right? Just interesting. Well, Michelle must have talked to him about yeah. it. Yeah. I'm because, sure. She uh, needed yeah. some guidance, maybe. I don't right. know. Right. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, on the day we're supposed to be recognizing um, uh, an employee for their 25-year pin, uh, Lieutenant Dotson... Uh, that was that was supposed to be his night, and uh, I was really disappointed that that happened. Oh, that's awful. I mean, that really is awful. Yeah, it just messed up that whole meeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no but kidding. But anyway. And that, you know, that kind of brings up a whole other thing, I guess, is how the employees must feel and and you know i'm thinking about the cops in particular because you know they well where's our um, where's our recorder where's natasha uh yeah she's out she's out yeah we've lost her yeah. because of janelle coming back yeah we just lost a police officer oh no mhm mm oh he no. just resigned oh no oh yeah and it's going to get worse oh they don't want to work for a person of this caliber. Well, because she lied. I mean, she lied to the police officer. Oh, absolutely. You can see it in the report. She mm -hmm. absolutely lied. Mm -hmm. oh, so, that's yeah, that's we, have, uh, we have lost uh, Officer Brian Holmes, who was a great police officer. Wow. Uh, wow. Born and raised here, uh, uh, you know, uh, a local kid with a family, and uh, his morals won't let him work for a person like this. The ethics and the, and the moral part of it, I mean. Well, I'm, I'm glad then. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that he has that kind of oh, integrity. Oh, absolutely he has that kind yeah. of integrity. Yeah. So around, I'm going to say it was around the end of October, um, there appeared to be a whole kerfuffle that happened with, I know, what a great word, right? <laughs> kerfuffle. Um, that happened with city manager pro tem Gary Milliman. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I thought he was doing a great job. He was, you guys had, had gotten a contract for him to go. I think he had to, he had to go by the middle of January right. because, a pro tem can only serve for six, six months. months. Yeah, but uh, but we're talking, you know, the end of October, so he still had a good two months ahead yes. of him. Well, as council president, I received a 
call from Gary that Monday morning and asked me um, if I would come down and speak with him. And uh, as soon as I walked into the office, I knew something was something bad had happened because I could just tell on his face. And he says, uh, I'm leaving. And I asked him why, Mm -hmm. and he said that he was uh, told by the mayor um, that he needed to resign. (gasps) And that uh, he needed to resign because he was not handling the Janelle Howard situation and not staying out of it and letting the attorney handle letting the city attorney uh, deal with all of it and uh, he was too involved and that uh, he needed to he needed to quit okay so <laughs> i'm appalled right i mean that's appalling to me so was i yeah i bet so is is that normal for a mayor to i mean that that sounds like pretty unilateral action Right? The mayor comes. I mean, that wasn't his decision, right? Well, to- he has no authority to fire a city manager. Right. But as the mayor, I mean, um, for can- him to just even say that is appalling. It It is. I don't. And, and based on what? I mean. Because he felt that Gary was not being, um, I don't know. Um, too involved. Pathetic enough. <laughs> I, 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 you'd have yeah, to ask. Right. You'd have to ask Gary. That, yeah, and Gary's but, not gonna. No. I mean, he's too much of a professional. To Absolutely. Yeah. So Gary was extremely upset uh, and hurt. I bet. And, and I was hurt for him. Yeah. I mean, um, this is the guy who dropped everything and came, and and came, came to our rescue for the our city, and he just got smeared and uh but what was really heart-wrenching to me was in in a meeting um when gary told all of us what had happened Mm -hmm. just not me um ron ron said he never said it So basically, he was calling Gary. He called a liar. Gary a liar. Oh, and Gary oh. had no reason to lie about no. anything, nor would he. No, right, exactly. And uh, basically, Ron said, "No, I, I never said that. You, you must have took that the wrong way." I, I don't even know how you make sense out of that. I mean, from, from I couldn't make any sense out of it, and I still can't. No. I mean, from from my perspective, I'm seeing I'm seeing a man who re- came to our aid at the request of the mayor, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a, a couple of months before, and did yeoman's work in terms of keeping us yep. on track. And then, because I don't know, and maybe maybe it's because things weren't going the way the mayor wanted them to go in terms of Janelle. You know, we had the right. We had we had you and Councillor Alcorn definitely not interested in bringing her back. 
Absolutely Certainly not. not interested in creating a whole new job for her. Absolutely which not. Was the other thing the mayor wanted to do? It's that was his first gambit. Was you know mm-hmm. let's create a job for her that's not quite city manager, but you right. know. But so you and you and Alcorn were absolutely not going to budge on that. No, and you know maybe he thought that Gary and the and the attorney were pretty convinced that she shouldn't come back. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I think you're probably correct. <laughs> I mean, I, didn't the attorney and the, and the insurance attorney, weren't they helping? Weren't they? Uh, they painted some very, very clear pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, gave us in my opinion, very good legal advice. I have nothing but respect for both of them because uh, I felt that they were looking out for the city and for us as a council. Um, I thought that their um, their opinions were uh, pretty straightforward. and um, And steeped in a lot of experience. I mean, oh, both of them absolutely. have a lot of experience absolutely. with exactly this kind of thing. So yeah. why would you not listen to your attorneys? Why would you not? It's, I yes. Can't, I can't answer that. <laughs> I'm scratching my head. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't, I just don't understand. I don't either. Yeah. And it, it was becoming clear that the mayor was absolutely committed to having Janelle back. Um, absolutely. Kind of no matter what. No matter what. And it didn't matter that employees were going to quit, that, you know, we were going to have some issues if, I mean, what, what happens if another employee happens to, I don't know, get caught shoplifting, and the city fires them. Well, they better treat that employee just like they treated Janelle, because if they don't, they're going to be sued. And see, that was the thing that, that I kept hearing the council. There was one councilman that just, that's all, he hung his hat on, on, on his fears that, oh my gosh, we're, Janelle's going to sue us if we start separation. And I, I don't understand that philosophy. I don't understand that mindset. Um, and she certainly couldn't have prevailed because there was reason. I mean, there, were, there was good reason, at least according to the Ferreras report, there was good reason. Absolutely. So and the attorneys both mm-hmm. both attorneys mm-hmm. told us we were on solid ground mm-hmm. with separation. And I solid. And I don't understand if if what you are is afraid of being sued, is that really a reason to keep someone in a position? I mean Absolutely not. I mean, what does that say? Absolutely not. <laughs> 
I mean, that if if you're afraid that that person is going to sue you, mm-hmm. and that's why you give them a brand new contract, yeah. it, it makes no sense to me. It's mind boggling, absolutely mind boggling. Yep. I hope people that are listening to this can grasp this. How how ridiculous! How completely it wrong. Is. It's I mean, it's wrong. it's just wrong. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I I think about. I think about the issue of justice, and I'm not seeing it. Nope. Me either. <laughs> so one of the things that I think really um, made it even worse was that you had decided you weren't going to run again, mm-hmm. and so that meant you were leaving, and Brad Alcorn got elected to be a commissioner, so he was leaving. Yes. So, you know, it... It just it made it worse, obviously, because the two people who were, you know, law enforcement people and who knew mm-hmm. were were not going to be voices on the council. And I'm afraid you were replaced by people who were not very they they really were not up to speed. They came in um it would have been hard on anybody yeah. to really digest and 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 comprehend everything that had gone on since July Fourth. However, um, anybody that sat down and took the time uh, to read uh, all the reports, mm-hmm. um. I, I just can't see how anybody could come up with a different conclusion. And, and particularly uh, when you look at that extended loss prevention report. I mean, if if nothing else jumps out at you, the fact that they've got her on camera. Well, the fact that she pled guilty to theft. Yes. Okay? She pled guilty. And no contest is guilt. Right. Uh, you can see it on the DA's yep. Yep. paperwork. Yep, convicted. Okay? Yep. She's convicted. Yep. The mere fact that she boldface lied to a police officer. Yep. And the fact that she was insubordinate to the city council yep. during that administrative interview. That right there, hands down. Right. There's no question that she should be let go. Yep. So it it looks kind of funny to me that the DA would reduce the charge from a misdemeanor to a violation. I mean, it's common. Is it? Yes. It's just work related work. Uh, you know, the DA's office, uh, I, I think, does a good job. Um, they're they're trying to juggle a lot of cases with what I think they have two attorneys up there and mm-hmm. some support staff. Um, they've uh, they've had some big cases mm-hmm. that are coming up. They've mm-hmm. had a homicide here in town. They had a ho- officer involved shooting, uh, which resulted in another homicide. Mm-hmm. They got a lot on their plate. Yep, um, and. Uh, them reducing 
uh, f- from um, a misdemeanor to a violation is is not that uncommon mm-hmm. uh, because it clears their calendar and they can move on to something else. And um, so it is what it is. But, but wasn't it true that in her contract, if she had been convicted of a sure. misdemeanor, that would have been absolute cause for her to be terminated? Um, yes. Um, however, you know, I don't even know if the DA knew that. Ah, okay. I mean, who knows? Right, right. Uh, he's just doing his job up there. Right, Um, but we had plenty of others. Yep. You know? How about public trust? We have none. No. Okay. No, no. Um. I'm in contact with, um, a former employee at the city um, who has gone on to do other things, mm-hmm. but she and I touch base every now and again. And when this happened, when Janelle was brought back as the city manager, uh, she emailed me and said, you realize the entire state knows what's going on there. That doesn't surprise me. But I, I mean- Not in a good way. <laughs> no, it's not good. I mean, what kind of a reputation must we have? Well, we don't look very transparent, do we? No, we, we don't, don't look, look very, very honest. We don't look very honest. We don't look very ethical. Not we, when you have the uh, CEO of our of our city that can't go into Fred Myers anymore because she's trespassed. She can't go on their property. She can't get gas there. She can no longer effectively negotiate with Fred Myers, um, like for our 4th of July fireworks show? No, I think uh, Henry actually pulled all the funds or, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we're losing out. The city, the citizens are losing out because of her behavior that she will not apologize for. And the mayor, I mean, you know, if if he had not been pushing to have her back, she wouldn't be back because there was nobody else on that council who was going to be pushing. There was nobody else pushing to have her back. No, no one. Not to that degree. No. 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 I mean, I, I recall Schreiber was like, well, let's see how the case goes, the legal case, which is kind of like, all right, Ed, you clearly don't understand the difference, you know. No. Yeah. yeah. He did not know the difference. Yeah. And I know that, that Michelle Morosky is a friend of Janelle's. I mean, Henry Johnson told me he'd seen them walking together a lot. So, you know, like, in, so in that kind of a case, wouldn't you recuse yourself? Um, I would have. I mean, if you're personal friends with if, somebody. If I would have, yes. That, that, that's definitely an option. So, uh, so again, not only a lack of transparency, because she never said that out loud, right? So not only a, a, a lack of transparency, but also really questionable ethics. If you're not recusing yourself from something, and I know she didn't have a financial, and generally speaking, you know, when you recuse yourself, it, it's because you've got a financial interest. Mm-hmm. But 
that's pretty yeah pretty intense well um i don't know yeah (laughs) yeah and i you know that so the question that for me is kind of this overarching question is why why did she get special treatment why i mean i i remember that um the mayor made a statement at one of the one of the council meetings it was <laughs> he said in the best interests of the city of brookings and because of the need to preserve institutional and local experience knowledge and intelligence I'm asking the council to stand with me at this critical time to make a decision that will produce the least disruption to the smooth operations of our city. Now, this was on October 17th. And then, and then that's when he talked about, you know, making a new position for her yeah. and, you know, stuff like that. It's like, is that really... I mean, I'm I'm looking at what's happened since, and it's not the opposite. least um, exactly. It's opposite, and it's going to get worse as we lose more employees. It's just, I mean, how how must that police officer who cited her? How must he feel when he has to continually deal with the fact that she's his boss? I mean, how do you how do you make that be very uncomfortable? It would be. It would be extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. So the letter. We get to the letter. The letter oh. that you read, um, tried or at least to. tried to read <laughs> until <laughs> uh, the mayor cut you off. Yeah. Your five minutes are up. I was really glad that it got read in the very next meeting by one councilman that's yep has integrity yep. and ethics and yep. morals and uh took the time to uh, read that employee letter uh in its fullest and did a great job so how did you how did that happen how did you end up you i know? was just contacted by the employees mhm okay and, and there was uh, a group of them, I'm assuming. Yes, and they wanted me to read it. Mm-hmm. They wanted me to read it uh, because uh, they were afraid of uh, reprisals if they got up there. Because she's their boss. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Like, how does that information not permeate, right? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, you know, obviously it was really great that you got as far into the letter as you did <laughs> before, you know, you got cut off. And there were a lot of people there who were not pleased with the fact that that contract was being given to her again. Yeah. Oh, but, I know. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, I know. So I'm thinking we are not going to have good consequences from this. I mean, it's. Well, so far we haven't. <laughs> no, it, and it sounds like it's going to keep getting worse. Yeah. That's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, I, would, uh, I would imagine the, uh, the tension in the city hall, you could probably cut it with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just not the way a city should run. You know, I mean, not, I, I so remember. What we need to do yeah, is, go ahead. is get her to resign. Yeah, but how? 
And, but how? And recalled the mayor. Yes. Absolutely. No, I agree. He needs to be recalled. Yeah. I mean, he obviously had an agenda. And, and possibly if you get someone in that position that does have um, morals and ethics and is a transparent person, um, that's how you get rid of her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there's for for every day that she remains as the CEO of Brookings, we look corrupt, unethical, um, a joke, really. I mean, we we look like a joke. Yeah. And that's that's not a good look. No. And it's uh it's too bad because for three and a half years we had a pretty good look. Yes. And the last six months of, of my term, it just went in the toilet. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Literally no, went I, in the toilet. I remember the former mayor, Jake Peeper, saying that one of the things that he was so proud of was how well the oiled machine ran. Ran pretty good. It did. It did. And interestingly, even though the reason given by the mayor to keep Janelle in place was the smooth running of the city, it ran just fine for the seven months that she was Absolutely on paid Absolutely, it did. Absolutely. It actually ran better because there was no tension right. in that city hall. Right. When I walked in there, uh, everybody was happy. Everybody was smiling. Right. Yep. Um, not so much now. Yeah. No, not so much. Yeah, I, I feel really bad for them because- I can't imagine what that must feel like to work in a place that feels like that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's really sad. Not good. No, not good at all. John, I think we are just about out of time. Okay. Goes fast, doesn't it? It does. I can't believe <laughs> I've been here an hour. I know, right? <laughs> like, what? Um, you know, if anything else develops, I'd love to have you back and, okay. you know, and we can talk some more. Well, I'm going to get some more reports um, from the district attorney. He said he'd be releasing them as soon as I complete the forms. Excellent. And um, I'm going to bring that to the attention of our citizens. Excellent. Excellent. That was a in criminal investigation done by the sheriff's office. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, for a different... In thing. reference to prescription uh, narcotics being found in Janelle's desk that didn't belong to her. Okay. All right. Well, we will be having you back, John, obviously. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. And, you're you're you know, welcome. Hopefully, we will get this thing fixed. I hope so. Fingers crossed. We owe it to the citizens. Yeah, we do. I'm Candace Michelle, and this is Our Community. Our Community.